Welcome to the Hardy Mom Podcast. My mom has tips and tricks to help you live well with health challenges. Your health challenge, girl, I get it. Feeling anxious, depressed, don't you sweat it? Jen, have you ever you wanted to do something so bad and you worked so hard to get everything ready and everything prepared and you were so excited about it? And then piece by piece, things seem to be falling apart at the last minute and nothing turned out how you wanted it to and you got really stressed. Yeah. Chances are, if you're a human, that's happened. Well, it's actually, see, it's actually happening to me today because I am so excited about doing this series on being bedridden or being on bed rest or when you just can't get off the couch because there are so many of you that are dealing with it. And after having this for eight years with seven children. I have come up with so many tips and hacks that I want to help you with. But my good microphone died. And the stand for my second best microphone died. And now I'm standing here like a news person in the 80s holding a big fat microphone talking to you. But darn it, if I'm going to let that stop me, because today's episode is already going to be about expectations and how important expectations are and knowing what they are and knowing what you're going to do if they're not met can be to your mental health. So I'm going to hold this heavy microphone in my hand, propping it up with my other hand so that I can do it. And I am going to talk to you about the importance of expectations. And the word seems silly, maybe because you think, well, I know what to expect. You know, you, my whole day, every day is the same, right? I know what to expect. When actually, sometimes laying out those expectations with the people that you live with can be really beneficial. So let me give you an example. The other day, we were going to be having company come over. And so, the night before I sat down with my two kids that are still living at home. I have five grown adults that are out doing their own wonderful things. And I said, okay, tomorrow we're going to have company. What are your expectations of the company? And so, you know, my husband wanted everybody to just get along and he wanted the house to be clean before he got, they got here. And I wanted the same things and I wanted the kids to know that we wanted some adult time to talk. And then we'd also have some time to play some board games if they wanted to or whatever. But I also had a list of things I wanted everyone to do before they came so that when they were there, our visit was a nice relaxing one. And then each of the kids said what they wanted. And you might think, well, duh, those are obviously obvious things to happen before you have company. But the fact of the matter is that if we hadn't discussed it the night before, I might not have known how important it was to my husband that everyone just got along. I wouldn't have sat down with the kids for an extra couple of minutes before they came over and reminded them. And everyone wouldn't have understood exactly how important it was to me that all of the things I wanted done got completed before the company was there. Because we had that conversation, everything was done. All our expectations were met. And so instead of fighting and arguing all day while we're trying to clean the house and get this done and be stressed about people coming over, we just relaxed. We knew what to expect. And when the company got there, it was great. So 
this is a good thing to do before school nights. If in the morning on school mornings, does everything just flow free? Like it's supposed to, everyone gets up on time. They get their lunches made. They get out the door on time, fully dressed with their homework every single day. If that happens for you, you are a one in a million miracle and girl, you've got things going on. You should write a book, but if they're not going that way, then this is a simple exercise that can really help sit down the night before anything (laughs) at night before we go to bed. That is our new habit. We sit down. Okay. Tomorrow's Saturday. We don't have school. We do. You can expect to sleep in and that's okay. And I expect that once you get up, you're still going to do your jobs that you know you're supposed to do because even though it's a weekend, you still have things to do. Okay. So they feel good knowing they can sleep in. They know that I know they can sleep in and we're not going to wake them up, but they also know what's expected. I think you see the point. Writing things down, if you have this discussion, um, you can, you know, well, we have everything written down exactly what to expect. And it's really nice because they have a list that's a checklist and it's in a little plastic sleeve and they can check, check, check as they go through the day. So I know that what I wanted done is done. They know what I wanted done and that it's done so they can just relax because in our house, you don't get screen time. There's no tablet, no TV, no anything, except you can talk and text your friends a little bit because I don't know, that's just communication. I don't like to take that away. Because in our home, that hasn't been an issue. Um, But you don't get other screens until my expectations for you are met. When you've done your morning things, when you've done your afternoon things, when you've done your school, then you get that. And they know that I'm very clear with it. And so 90% of the time, it all gets done. We are not a perfect family. And I'm not going to pretend like everyone listens like they're supposed to all the time. And I am consistently smooth and gentle talking and I make things perfect because that is not always the case. We live in a real world just like you do. But these have helped me make things so much easier because before about 20% of the time, things went the way I wanted them to. And that's not okay. Another way that you can make your life so much easier is have these expectation discussions with your spouse. Because there are things that you expect him to do. And there are things that he expects you to do. And what was really nice is we had about a month ago, I got four pieces of paper, and I gave one to everybody. And they and I said, Okay, I'm going to set the timer for five minutes. And we're each going to write down what we expect to happen just in general, in our world, the expectations of what we want, right? So things like, I want good, healthy food. I want to be able to sleep. I want my brother to stop poking me. I want whatever, whatever it is. Okay. And we wrote those down and then we went around the circle. And so let's say my daughter wrote down, I want my brother to stop poking me. Then she could say, okay, this is an expectation. Can you do this? And he can say, yes, if it makes you happier, I can stop poking you. Okay. And then I can say, okay, I can't lift the trash bag to take it out. So for my husband, can you commit to taking the trash out every night? Because when you don't, it piles up and it gets yucky. And so one of my expectations is that it does get taken out. And he knew that I wanted him to do it. Like, it was kind of an unspoken agreement, right? But to have me come out and say, hey, you know, and so what he said was, well, some nights I'm not feeling very good. So I cannot commit to taking the trash out every night. 
But I can tell you that if I don't feel well enough to take it out at night, I will take it out in the morning. Okay, so that is the greatest example of sometimes people are going to say no. And you have to know that that's okay, unless you want to have to say yes to everyone else's expectations of you. No, I I don't. I don't expect to do that. No. Um, For instance, some of my kids once they would like to expect that I run around and play in the yard with them. And that will never be met because my body doesn't run anymore. So these are just, just things to, to make you think, right? Um, One expectation that I did give, and this is going to seem so silly, but like every day, each child gets 15 minutes of focus time. And you might think 15 minutes is nothing, right? But um, 15 minutes when you're really busy and you're running, running, running. And I'm not talking about just like, yeah, they're in the same room as me because we're there most of the time. Okay. I do school with them. I do all that, but school doesn't count. It's not what I'm teaching you. It's you're doing something that you really enjoy. And I'm sitting next to you. We're either playing together or you're explaining your new Lego set to me and telling me every minuscule detail that you want me to know that maybe I wouldn't have sat and listened to before, but I'm going to, because this is our 15 minute time. Now, when the 15 minutes is over, if it's a really busy day, it does end. But if it can, I keep it going. So the kids can have an expectation that 15 minutes a day, I am 100% completely focused on them. And if you can get your husband to do the same thing, it's amazing. There's something about that, especially when the guys are out there working when we don't feel well and we're home all day. And then they come home and they've got to take care of everybody and they're stressed and they've had a lot to deal with at work. And the kids don't always get that calm focus time from their dad because, you know, I've got a great understanding for that. I really do. And, but if they can, or maybe say, okay, babe, you know what, if that's really hard for you during work days, because you're working, you're coming home, you're helping with meals, you're helping with all the things I can't do. What if on the weekends you commit to giving each of our kids 15 to 30 minutes of complete focus time? This is not driving on the way to baseball practice or watching your game. This is your child talking to you, whatever. Um, And that may be something that they can't commit to. Maybe they can commit to five minutes and that's all right. I think what I... I just want you to understand that expressing what you expect, hearing back, yes, I can, or no, I can't meet that expectation, and then reframing it or changing it a little bit where you can kind of meet in the middle, right? Like if I went to Dave and I said, I expect you to find a babysitter and take me on a date once a week. Once a week, we are going to get out and we're going to do this. Well, let's be realistic. That's probably not going to happen. Even if he said it was, it probably isn't because right now all of us have health things, all of us have things going on. And what's going to happen? He would say, yes, I would be excited. Then he wouldn't do it every week and I would be disappointed. And then there would be arguing or there would be this anger that was kind of seething or a or frustration inside of me. And then it would come out at him and he wouldn't know why. And then we would start fighting. I know you you can see this pattern in yourself. I know you can because we all do it, right? But if I said, hey, babe, once a month or once every other month, can you put it on your calendar, like in your phone calendar to get a babysitter and take me out, just even if it's just sitting and having coffee, just to do something because I need that time with you. That is a very realistic expectation that he can meet. And another thing, 
men are not mind readers. Okay. If you married a mind reader that knows everything you're thinking all the time, that is amazing and somewhat scary. I don't know if I'd want him to know what I was thinking all the time. Sometimes I'm grumpy and in pain and I, I think things that aren't so nice, but he doesn't know what you're thinking. Even if you think that what you're communicating subtly and through body language should be crystal clear. He is not a mind reader. He does not have the book of you that translates every nuanced thing you say. So I really need you to have this expectation conversation and spell it out and let him spell out his expectations for you. And I'm going to tell you that sometimes they don't feel good. And the reason is sometimes people expect things from us that we can't do and we have to say no. And that's not always easy, especially to the people we love. So you could say, no, I can't get up every morning and cook you a four course breakfast because I don't feel well, but I can make enough pancakes for the week and store them between wax paper in the freezer so you can take them out and you can thaw them every morning. Or I can make you one good meal every week on a weekend when you're home to watch the kids and I'll make sure it's super good and I'll make four so that you have enough for lunch every day or whatever, right? We can we can say no, but offer something and it may not be as big or as great, but as long as you're trying, that's what people want to know. And so that is it today or expectations. I would love to hear, have you done this in the past or have you tried it? Let me know. You can email me contact at hardymom.com or you can go to hardymom.com slash contact and send me a message. And I can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, I'm here for you. That will help you. There's advice from experts and in interviews. Find time to be with your kids and family. I can help you get it done easily. So premenopausal or postpartum, all stages of womanhood, girl, we've got them. I've been there, I've done that too with the Hardy Mom Podcast. Yeah, I'm here for you.